I am Jim Collison, and welcome to the Clifton Strengths Podcast. On this podcast, we'll be covering topics such as well-being, teamwork, professional development, and more. Now enjoy this episode. This episode was previously recorded on LinkedIn Live. I'm here with Brandon Mills today, and Brandon, we're talking a little bit about it. The, the leveraging your strengths early in your career. And, and I've been around a while. We're going to, I think we're going to kind of talk about this and use you as talk about it in a series, but let's get to know you a little bit. Tell us, Brandon, tell us your top five and a little bit about your current role here at Gallup. Yeah, absolutely. So my top five are intellection, positivity, discipline, connectedness, and learner. And I will say that's a pretty interesting bunch there. And I'll talk a little bit about that here in a bit. Um, my role here at Gallup is talent development specialist. Um, and with that role, I kind of just say I like to help develop people. It's kind of my uh, favorite thing to do is making sure that people can see the best possible versions of themselves here at Gallup. So something that I love doing here at Gallup. Mm. Yeah. What have you, can you give me a specific example of some, something in your role that you've taken on that you really have enjoyed doing? Yeah. So the biggest thing that I do, I think when it comes to helping develop people uh, is I pretty much in charge of our whole onboarding process here where they have the opportunity to learn about their strengths their developmental process um, and making sure that they actually need and have the tools to equip them to do their job successfully. Um, and it's, it's pretty great to just see everyone, you know, smiling faces when they first get here, rather I'm taking them on a tour or they're going through our training process. They're just so, they're just amazing people that come to our door. You really satisfy the Q1, Q2, and some of Q3 and our Q12 process, right? Helping people know it's expected of them their first day, right? Mm -hmm. Helping people make sure they have the materials and equipment to do their role on their first day. And then of course, getting, having them have the opportunity to do what they do best sets up for onboarding. How important, what have you learned about the onboarding? You know, we have some, we'll probably have some certified coaches and some folks that strengths enthusiasts. What have you learned about the onboarding process that's so important to somebody's first day? How's that affected you and what you've learned thinking about that through a strengths lens? I think when looking at, when looking at people when they first get here, I think the biggest thing is you know, their first 30 days are the biggest times of, of their career when they first get here. And what I've noticed is that people are really intrigued to learn all about what the company is, what they do, um, and why they're, you know, why is it so important that I'm here? And for me, as I started to understand um, why people really are intrigued in understanding all that stuff, it helped me really do my job more effectively mm -hmm. and making sure they have the opportunity to develop themselves and understand the necessities that they need to know. Um, and then as I started to grow a little bit and figure things out, we I started to learn more about like a strengths developmental process inside of that. So, and it all just tied back to their strengths. So, um, it's a great experience for me mm -hmm. to see how people interact with each other, how they can learn more about their strengths um, and how they can just grow from their first day from getting here. That's awesome. Tell, uh, tell us your top five again. And by the way, I'll tell individuals listening on LinkedIn, if they've got questions for Brandon, throw them in chat. We'll be taking those questions here uh, as we're doing this live. But Brandon, thinking about your own top five and remind individuals listening what your top five are again. And then yeah, so, let's talk a little bit how they fit into the, your role here specifically. Yeah, so my top five, once again, it's it's intellection, positivity, discipline, connectedness, and learner. And, you know, when I think 
how that really ties into my role. So I lead with relationship building, Jim. So I love to just talk to people. You know, it's, it's, it's just a habit of mine. And so it really just fits in perfectly with the onboarding process. I get a chance to communicate with a lot of our new hires um, and implement different types of learning opportunities for everyone here at the company. Um, and so as I kind of just go through my role and understanding how people work, that relationship building really comes out. And I get a chance to really talk to people, um, build those connections with others and showcase my positivity in as well. No, I love that. We, we ask this question all the time about themes that you lead with and you think about your current role. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going to maybe do the two, two phases of this question. One, how do you feel you're leading in your current role today or what are you leaning into? And then how's that different than maybe before you started here? Oh, that's such a great question. I think when looking at the, the biggest theme that I lead into, I would have to say my positivity is the biggest one. And I'd love to see if anyone has positivity too, feel free to just throw it in a chat. Here. I've, but... seen, I've seen a few <laughs> out there. Yeah, we have a few. So positivity is my biggest one. I think it showcases in everything that I do. Um, you know, uh, when people just look at me, they're like, oh, you're always so happy all the time. I'm like, well, positivity number two, I got to showcase it. Um, and I really just see it when, when I first got here, I don't think I really seen my positivity as much. I just thought I was like a happy person. Um, and as I started to learn a little bit more about my strengths, I had the opportunity to, um, really connect with people and see how I interact with others. And as I started to interact with others, it was like, oh, you're just a great person to be around. And I'm like, oh, I guess that positivity really is shining through there. So it was a, it was a big opportunity for me to kind of just learn a little bit about it. Yeah, you're you're I have positivity six and and your office is actually just a few steps away from mine. So we get the opportunity to work together. And definitely that's been I, I think in in a lot of cases, you know, we often talk about uh, uh, good partnerships having opposite or having complementary themes. But for you and I, it's the same theme. And I think we both yeah. lean into it when we're ever together. So I've, I've always appreciated your partnership when, you. when we think about that. And one of the reasons why I wanted to get you in this environment and let you talk to people, how is that different today? So let's go back to the second part of that question. How, how do you see that today versus before you started here at Galloper, before you started thinking about this career through a strengths lens? Hmm. I think um, when when looking at that, I think before I got here, my understanding on strengths were, I guess it wasn't really too big for myself. Um, and, I, you know, I had took the Clifton Strengths Assessment when I first was a freshman in college. And I looked at it and I had the opportunity to just go, oh, this is pretty interesting. Um, but I never really used it. It was one of those things I would just look at here and there. Um, and it always it kept my mind, you know, thinking and racing. Um, but I kind of seen that similarities of how my strengths work and a lot of the things that I was doing, but I never really put it into action. And as it translated to me getting here, you know, the opportunity of me to actually learn a little bit more about my strengths, um, I seen those really go into action when I started doing a lot more of my work. Um, I started seeing it going into action when I had the opportunity to talk to different types of people. Um, and I, I feel like I've just grown tremendously. I also had the opportunity to become a, Clif- a certified Clifton Strengths coach, which really helped out and helped understand what my strengths are, what they mean. Um, and it was just a big opportunity for me to just grow and develop myself um, and taking that dive to understand what my tra- my strengths truly mean. No, that's great. As we think about, um, and as you think about some practical tips uh, for those early in their career, thinking through this, you've 
learned a lot uh, in that as well. How do you think, what kind of tips would you give those thinking about maybe they've just gotten their, their Clifton Strengths, their top five or an all 34 report? They're thinking about how to leverage this in the role that they're in. What kind of tips would you have for them, Brandon? I think one of the biggest things I would say is that, you know, if you're starting to get into the Clifton Strengths world and you're understanding what your strengths mean, don't be afraid to lean into people who don't really have similar strengths as you. I think that's a big thing for me. I think I started to actually just realize that a couple months ago, Jim, but um, I don't have a lot of influencing themes myself. And so I lean into those people who do have them because they have a lot more input and um, opportunities to give those those things that I do not have. So it's almost like filling in the gaps there. One, I will say this really quickly. One, one, the, the people who lead with maximization have become my best friends. I tell mm-hmm. you that mm-hmm. they they make everything that I create tons better, and it's the best experience. So you know, it's it's okay to realize that if someone has you know strategic thinking domains and you don't really have that many, lean into those people because they'll be great partners mm-hmm. if you're not really looking at it from that lens. Another thing I would say is be vocal about what your strengths are. Um, a lot of people really want to know what your strengths are and the, the opportunity that you get to talk about those strengths and really give people the, the chance to understand who you are um, really opens up a lot of doors and gives you those keys to have the accessibility to take a deeper dive into who that person is as well. When you're thinking about a culture that may be uh, strengths-based in a sense mm-hmm. or where folks know their top five, what kind of advantage do you think that gives in, in approaching that conversation? So as you're thinking, you know, if I already know and I've got it posted on my door, what kind of advantage does that give you working with me in the conversation, do you think? It's, I think it's a it's a big step up. Um, one of the things I do here at Gallup is, you know, I think my first month here, I walked around the entire floor of ours and I looked at everyone's strengths. I was just like, oh, what are these people leave with? A lot of a lot of achievers, a lot of learners. Um, and it really just helps you understand how people operate. And, you know, the biggest thing that I think I, I could have done is I looked up my manager's strengths before I actually had the opportunity to meet him. Um, and it helped me understand how he thinks, how he processes things, um, and how I can really be the best partner to him. So for a lot of the corporations and companies who have their strengths posted, or, you know, it's just somewhere where it's accessible for people to view, you kind of just get a step up on how to, you know, be a lot more effective when working in the organization or company. Mm, I, I love that. The there's almost a, like you can, you can pre-plan a meeting yeah. with some, right? You kind of like, okay, if I haven't met this person before. And, and I think early in someone's career, you're going to get a lot of those opportunities where, where there's a lot of, there's a lot of new people around you. Although yeah. to be honest, during this great, this time of great resignation, I've great transformation. I've started calling it in some ways as organizations are being transformed all of a sudden, I, there's so many new people here at Gallup that I don't know that gives me an opportunity to do that same kind of, and I'll call it personal onboarding in some ways. Yeah. I have to onboard these folks onto my, you know, into my uh, environment and figure out, okay, who are they? How can I use them? <laughs> How could they fit into the team framework, right? Let's let's do that with you really quick as we think about your top five. Now, you have the advantage, you know all 34. So you can go beyond the top five if you want. If you think about applying that or how you've applied it into your role specifically as, you know, onboarding or, or learning and development here, 
walk me through that process of what are you thinking about? Take one, take a task that you need to do, and then let's apply some some themes to it for to get that because I I do have high maximizer to get that maximization out of it. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, and I'll talk about one of the things that I'm going through right now that we're rolling out as a company is our annual compliance training, right? And it takes By the way, a super fun. Compliance is always super. Everybody loves it. They get super excited about when are I we doing it. compliance, Brandon? When are we doing it? Right. You know, I, I wish I wish I had comments like that all the time, Jim. <laughs> but um, when when looking at it, you know, I have this approach. So I lead with intellection. Right. So I'll, I'll start with that. Um, before compliance even starts, I really have to have time to myself to just really think and lay out how I can organize our compliance learning and how the company, how it can be useful for the company, how people are actually going to complete the training, um, and how we can make it really engaging for a lot of our associates here. So I'll, I'll take maybe like a week, Jim, to really plan things out in my head first. And that's really just my intellection showing there. Um, and then from there, um, I lead with my connectedness as well. So that's going to be number four. What I'll do is I'll make connections with everyone. I'll talk to you know our legal team. I'll talk to my manager, my uh, my uh, someone else who's on my team as well, and make those connections to really get their input and see how um, can be the best way that we can make this a lot more effective than previous years. Um, and then looking at my uh, my my other strengths as well. So I'm also a big advocate for includer, and that's my number six. So I love to just pull people in and make sure you know what are they actually seeing when it comes out to this training? Like, how can I improve this? How can I make this a lot more, you know, useful for you? Not as much on the tedious side, um, but, you know, make it a lot more engaging for a lot of our associates. So that strengths process there, when I kind of lean into my strengths and see how I can really roll out this training and help people out, I lean into my strengths in a big ton. And going back to my point too, Jim, is that I'll lean on, you know, people on my team as well for different types of input that I may not have in my top 10. Um, for example, you know, my boss is, he has activator pretty high. So it's it's somewhat difficult for me to just go ahead and get started on some things. Um, but he has activator and he can just get us started right away. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess it's time to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and that really just helps me a lot when it comes into our compliance learning. Now your go-to is Dean Jones and a lot of folks listening on this call, they know Dean Jones, right? (laughs) Dean, of course, uh, joins me on Call to Coach um, all the time, is a fabulous teacher. How do you, um, you've mentioned Dean's themes and your themes. As you think about your relationship to your manager then in this theme combo, how often do you find, or what's the advantage to knowing that for you specifically in some ways? And how does that help you just kind of be a member of the team? I think when looking at that, I think it's, it's, it's one of the best feelings. I think when you know, when you know the person strange that you're working very closely with, you really know how to fit and, and how you guys really fit into each other perfectly. So as I started to, you know, talk to Dean a lot more frequently as I first got here and understood his strengths and took a deeper dive into really seeing, you know, what his insights were on his strengths, it helped me realize how he processes things, what he expects from me, um, and really how we can work, you know, cooperatively. And it, it really helped me basically plan out for like the future and how we can get things done. Um, and it's really just a big advantage when you have the opportunity to look at someone else's strengths that you're working very closely with 
and really develop this type of plan that you guys can execute and get things done successfully based upon those strengths. It's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things I think I've I've really learned here. Yeah, it's a huge advantage, I think, to be able to know those things that your your manager, the the a project manager doesn't have to be a direct uh, you know direct manager in that, but it gives you kind of that leg up that gives you this ability to quickly get to the point as opposed to maybe trying to dance around it, right? Exactly, exactly. And yeah, so it's great. It's awesome. We're getting your questions in, which is awesome. Continue to throw those in there. But uh, this question came in from chat. Did you know your strengths before you went to work at Gallup? Curious about the value of understanding them through the job search. Brandon, talk a little bit about that. So I actually did. Well, yes, I did. When I first discovered my strengths, I was a freshman in college. I went to Midland University. Um, and as I went there, the first thing that we do is you go through your strengths assessment and you figure out what your strengths were. Um, and like I said, I didn't really use them as much. And I think that's my biggest regret right now mm. is that I didn't really use them. I didn't know how to use them. Um, but as I, you know, I had the opportunity to actually come here to Gallup, which is the greatest thing. And I took that deeper dive into understanding what my strengths were. I learned a little bit more about myself. And it has been the biggest, by far biggest discovery of understanding how I can be effective in my role, effective in life, effective in every aspect that I do. And um, I also took the step forward to becoming a certified strengths coach as well. So that, you know, just gave me the bonus there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it was by far the biggest thing I could have done is, is coming here to Gallup because it, it, it really just expanded my, my idea around strengths and how I can discover myself a lot more frequently. What about in the job search as you were coming here? How, how do you think you use that? Uh, it, did you use it in building the resume? Did you use it in the interview? Talk a little bit about the, the actual process. So I definitely added it on my resume before I actually even applied here to Gallup. I, I think showcasing what your strengths are, I kind of knew, you know, if I showcase what my strengths are, people can kind of see um, the type of person that I was. Um, and as I was going through the job search, it was it was one of the funniest things is because as I, you know, I knew about my strengths already as a freshman. Um, and as I got to my senior year, I was like, you know, I, I've drove past Gallup a few times, beautiful building. I was like, you know what? Why not? Like, why not just do it? And so I applied to Gallup um, and I did something great because I'm here. Um, but um, it, it, it was it was it was pretty interesting to go through, the, you know, the interview process because I didn't really mention my strengths as much. But the questions that I was asked about about my strengths, I started to lean into it a little bit more. And that was basically the discovery there when I actually wanted to take that deeper step into understanding what my strengths were before I even got the job here. Mm. And as I got here, I got the opportunity to learn a little bit more about those strengths. Yeah, I think I think well said in that. Uh, another question, uh, Jim, Brandon, what are your favorite ways to use strengths with internal and external teams? Brandon, I'll throw that. I've got uh, I've got an, a, 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 something to say, but Brandon, what about you? How are you, your favorite ways to do that? Um, wow, that is such a great question there. I think internally, the biggest thing that I do is I look at people's strengths before I meet with them. <laughs> and it really helps me understand how people are going to think and how they're going to react and how they're going to look at the task that we have at hand. Um, so as, as far as working internally, it's, it's a, like I said, it's a big step up. Um, and as you, before you even get to the meeting, it's almost like, you know, that person already. Um, so you can execute depending on the project perfectly 
because you already know what they're going to want, what they're going to want to know, and how they're going to want to execute. I think sometimes, and by the way, we're still taking your questions in chat. So if you got questions for us, uh, throw those in there. We'd love to have them. I think, uh, Brandon, sometimes uh, people think it's a one and done um, exercise. We meet together as a team, maybe for the first time, do a little bit of a focus on you, talk about strengths, and then, um, and then we don't we don't come back to it. And I think actually the framework, at least for me, has worked best in times of stress. If the team's getting ready to go into a stressful time or if we're if we're already there and we're battling a little bit. Like I have this saying where two or more are gathered, there is conflict. It yeah. just happens, right? No matter no matter what the intentions are. And I think coming back to, to coming back to these themes, right? Coming back to this idea of hey, wait a minute, we're struggling, first of all, to be able to call it out. We're struggling a little bit. This isn't as going as well as I had hoped. Let's let's focus a little bit. Tell me, tell me what themes, because sometimes these strengths bang up against each other, right? That's and true. so calling that out in, in, in context and saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, uh, my, my woo, which drives some folks crazy. <laughs> my woo is killing your deliberative because you're, I'm, and I have woo activator, which is even worse. So I'm moving fast all the time. And strategic deliberative is like, hey, I need some time to think about this. And really yeah. all I, I just need to know that, right? And then I'm, yeah. okay, yeah, I don't, I'm just moving because that's my natural tendency, right? Mm -hmm. But, but I can slow it down if I know it's going to help, it's going to help you, give you some time to think about it. Um, in that case, the, the other one, I mentioned this when we first started here was, uh, uh, uh taking like themes and maximizing to the, them to the potential. You and I both have this high positivity. And so when we get together, it, it, it tends to be a pretty positive conversation and maximizing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's always good. I enjoy spending time with you. It's a, it's, it's, I enjoy just grabbing lunch with you or just, just chatting with you in the hallway. Yeah. And, and that begins, those kind of conversations can begin to accelerate productivity, I think is what it is, right? Any other, as you think about that, I, this idea of using them with internal, any other, any else, anything else come to mind, Brandon, for you? Um, I think when looking at, you know, just as you're looking through your themes too, I, it, it's always just one of those big things to, I think, you, you know, going to your point, Jim, you know, we, we both have positivity pretty high. I think making connections with people um, based upon their themes and understanding if people have similar themes as you, it can be a really interesting experience because some people may not perceive their themes the same way. You know, mm -hmm. no themes are really mm -hmm. the same for everyone. Mm -hmm. I think when I look at my positivity compared to, you know, your positivity, it may show up differently. I'm a mm -hmm. person that just smiles all the time. If I'm talking to someone, I'm just going to smile. I'm also going to talk positively um, on anything that I'm doing. Um, I'm not really just like a negative person. So for some people, they might just be a person who looks at the positive aspect of everything. Um, so it's, it's it's one of those great things to make those connections with people who have similar themes as you. Yeah, no, right on. You talked about putting the you know putting these themes in your resume. Mm -hmm. um, what what kind of advice would you give if if you know if you went back to the your the college you graduated from and you're talking to a group of seniors and they're getting ready to put resumes together or whatever? What kind of advice would you give them? And then maybe even about talking about it in the interview. Thoughts on that? I think the the biggest thing that you know if I had to go back to a lot of the seniors back in my college now. I would definitely say, and if you're, they're, they're chiming in here now, uh, definitely, definitely, definitely take the opportunity to learn a lot more about your strengths. 
it is when i say it's a game changer i actually like completely mean that it changed the whole aspect on how i look at things um and it, it made me a lot better of a person and it made me a lot better um, um associate here at gallup and so another thing i would say when it comes to you know during the interview process and as you're going through jobs if you have the opportunity to see other people's strengths definitely go in and do that before your interview because it helps you understand the type of person that they are, the things that they might be looking for. Um, and really, it, like I said, it's almost like you know that person already before you even get a chance to meet them. So definitely those those two tips of advice can really go a long way. That's great. We just have a few minutes left and I want to ask you this one final question. What advice would you give to someone who's new to Clifton Strengths? And you know, you you were around around it in school, now you're a certified coach, so the pressure is on. What advice would you give to someone who's new to Clifton Strengths? If I had to get advice, the, the biggest thing I would say, if you have, you have the opportunity to, to become a Clifton, uh, certified Clifton Strengths coach, definitely do it. That is my biggest, biggest tip of advice right there. I think if you're really interested in strengths and you're not a certified coach, um, that is that big step up for you to understand a little bit about strengths and you can coach other people about the, the, the information that you know. And it's the, the biggest the biggest game changer there because you have the foundation of understanding what your strengths are, but taking that next step up can really just change your complete aspect on how you look at strengths as well. Um, and I guess my other my other tip of advice for someone who's you know is really interested in strengths is if you don't have the opportunity to become a Clifton Strengths certified a certified Clifton Strengths coach, just learn more about strengths. It's 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 a really big opportunity for you to develop yourself. Um, and look into your your insights a little bit deeper because the the opportunity for you to to understand yourself a little bit more can go a really long way. From a personal learning perspective, do you have a go to tool or something that you that you use to kind of to to continue to learn about uh, about it? Yes. Yeah, so I actually uh, I have these on my card here, my, my desk here, and I'll go ahead and pull them up. But I have these opening cards. So whenever someone comes into my office. Uh, it's one of the tools I got after becoming a certified strengths coach. And I love to just ask people those questions to get their insights on how they use their themes um, and how they can actually learn a little bit more about their that, strengths. That's awesome. Brandon, thanks for taking the time uh, today to be a part of this. Appreciate you coming out. Of course. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We'll remind uh, those listening that if they want to get more of this, we've got a whole bunch of this kind of content that's available now in our Clifton Strengths podcast. And so if you haven't subscribed to that on any podcast app, search the Clifton Strengths podcast. We try not to make it too difficult to find it. Go out there, subscribe to it. You can also catch our YouTube channel. Just search Clifton Strengths and we have tons of resources available for you. You're going to see Brandon again because he's going to come back here uh, uh, shortly at some point and actually interview our producer today. Riley's going to jump in there and have that conversation so you get an opportunity to see. So stay close to us on LinkedIn. Make sure that you're following the Clifton Strengths channel or the Clifton Strengths page there on LinkedIn and all things Clifton Strengths. Thanks for coming out today. Thanks for joining us and all your questions. With that, we'll say goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Clifton Strengths podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. And if you're really enjoying this podcast, please leave a review. This helps us promote strengths globally.